Welcome, welcome back to Jesus in My Twenties podcast. This is your host, Pacific Mugawo. I'm happy that you are coming again for episode two. Episode two is going to be about the Jesus that is not religious. The Jesus that I knew was, honestly speaking, painted pictures, the one they hang on the cross, the one where you see images being made of Jesus, and that Jesus felt a little bit far away. He didn't feel close to me. I didn't really know him on a personal level. It was more of a religious duty. And I came to find out that that is a very different Jesus than who is being demonstrated in the Bible. So what I will share in this episode is going to be based on the Bible, the Word of God, the living Word of God, the only truth that we base everything on. I want to say that it seems a little bit funny that our Savior, sometimes you know, we conceive Him as being so distant when they tell you, oh, this person died for our sins. And the reaction that you get is like, hmm, good to know that he died for our sins and you just keep it moving you don't really think about it that much but when you meditate on what that means and when you think about the origin of all this plan it forces you to worship it forces you to be in a state of awe and reverence when you realize how big of a sacrifice was made for all of us it doesn't just give you yeah thank you very much i know about jesus it gives you a wow i fall down on my knees and i worship and i thank him so (laughs) the way my brain works is to go back to the definitions back to the root back to the basic understanding and this is where we're going to to talk about jesus what does christ mean what does jesus mean and from research based on matthew chapter one jesus means savior and this was the name that was given to his mother and father mary and joseph when he was conceived the angel of the lord came to them and said you shall name him Jesus. And Jesus is translated in our English Bible as Jesus, but the Hebrew word is Yeshua, which means savior. And savior for what? You you may ask yourself like, okay, saving, but what am I being saved from? And it means savior from sins. But I wanna discuss what it actually means to be saved from sin and why this is significant in another episode. This episode is just an introduction laying the foundation of who Jesus is. We normally hear him referenced as Jesus Christ. Christ is also the word translated in English as Christ, but the original Hebrew word for it is Messiah. Messiah means anointed one. I can hear you asking yourself, first of all, what does anointed mean? And what do you mean he's anointed? What does that have to do with me? Anointed in religious beliefs means somebody who is set apart by God for a specific purpose. How it works with God is that God doesn't tell you, go do this, and he doesn't equip you. The anointing is that equipping that makes you do supernatural things, that makes you do things that other people can't do. I can give a quick example. If you've ever seen somebody that holds meetings and gatherings where a lot of people get healed, like Benny Hinn, if you ever heard of him, he's anointed for the healing ministry. God has set him apart to do those things. And Jesus, in his name, in his nature, he was being 
set apart by God for a specific cause. We can see this in Isaiah 61 where it says the spirit of the servant Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. If you go back to that chapter, you can read everything that Jesus was set apart to do. When you look at these two definitions of his names that we hear very casually in our conversations, in the Bible, it says that he saved us from sin and he was set apart to do specific things that God had sent him to do. Generally speaking, you know, in the world, Jesus is a name that people will know and they'll say, okay, yeah, he's the son of God. He was a good man. And historically, Jesus Christ walked the earth. There is many proofs. And even one that we use in our regular conversations, regular lives is when you use the calendar, you will see references to BC and AD and BC means before Christ and AD after death. Even historically speaking Jesus has been recognized but when we claim him as our Lord and our Savior these stems from these names that Jesus was given I also want to mention a couple things that are very unique about Jesus he was not only given the name Jesus Christ but Jesus had been prophesied long 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 after any of us were alive any of us were born about 700 years jesus came to walk the earth he was prophesied multiple times in the bible if you go back to the old testament you will see that even from genesis itself the first book of the bible jesus had been mentioned already and there are many, many references that we can take a look at. But um, for this conversation, I wanted to keep it short. So we're going to look at the references from Isaiah and from Micah. Isaiah prophesied about Jesus in many, many places. And I wanted to level set us on the origin. Where did he come from? How did he walk the earth? And these are the references that I'm going to give. He was born in Bethlehem, and Bethlehem is in Israel. Jesus was born as a Jew. And we can see this reference in Micah chapter 5, verse 2. Micah, who was a prophet long before Jesus was born, and this scripture had been out before Jesus was born. So in Micah chapter 5, verse 2, you see where God tells the prophet that, yes, there will be a Messiah, King of Jews, born in Bethlehem. I wonder what that prophet was thinking. Did he think that he would see Jesus 700 years later? Jesus showed up. This scripture is referenced in Matthew chapter 2, verse 5 to 7, which I highly, highly recommend anyone that's listening to this. Go back to Matthew chapter 1 and verse 2. It lays the foundation of the origins of Jesus as a son of man, somebody that we can relate to. Jesus was born in Bethlehem, very small town, very humble beginnings. And when he was born, Israel at that time was under the occupation of the Roman Empire. When he was born, some wise men found his star and they said there is a king of Jews that has been born. And that made the current Roman Empire ruler called Herod very uncomfortable because Israel was under occupation and he heard that there was a king that had been born. And he asked them, when do you think that star showed up to try to guess the number of years that king had? had those wise men were instructed by the angel not to go back to herod to report the information so herod ended up killing all men under two years old to try to remove this 
king of Jews that had been born, the king of kings. He knows things beforehand. He went to Joseph at the time who was the father of Jesus and gave him an instruction to flee to Egypt and to leave Israel because an order had been sent to kill all children under two years old. They fled to Egypt and then they came back when King Herod was dead, but they feared to go back to Bethlehem, which was in Judea. So they went to a place called Galilee. And Galilee was known to have a lot of Gentiles. And if you're not familiar what Gentiles mean, Gentiles mean anybody who's a non-Jew. They were regarded as second-class citizens. They were not really respected. So that's why in the gospel, you will see a lot of people despising Jesus because of where he was coming from, which was in Galilee. They didn't consider it to be a place that could birth somebody like Jesus. Jesus grew up in Galilee, and you can see that prophecy being fulfilled in Matthew chapter 4, verse 13 to 15. This prophecy had been given by Isaiah in chapter 9, verse 1 to 2. The story that we all are familiar with is the birth of Jesus. He was born of a virgin who is Mary, and this was prophesied in Isaiah chapter 7, verse 14, and fulfilled in Matthew chapter 1, verse 22 to 23. Matthew is the New Testament, Isaiah and Micah are in the Old Testament. You can see that Jesus truly walked this earth that we have been walking on. And the reason why I reference him as a non-religious Jesus is that if you see him like this, you're able to relate to him. You're able to see that, wow, his parents had to hide him from a king that wanted to kill him. And he was also born in Bethlehem, a very small town, humble beginnings. Jesus came from a place called Galilee that if you're religious, at the time you would look at it and say wow there is no way the savior of the world is being born in a place like this they expected majesty they expected kings and robes they expected the things that our flesh thinks is what god sees as the highest thing on earth but jesus came from a place that was very humble and i believe this is to show us that we can relate to him he's not unrelatable he's not unapproachable and Jesus was a man. He lived on this earth for 33 years and he did his ministry in three years after he had been baptized when he turned 30. Knowing that Jesus actually has historical proof that he walked this earth, he was born not in a similar manner as us because none of us were conceived by the Holy Ghost. We were all conceived between a man and a woman, but Jesus was special because his blood had to be pure, cannot be attached to sin, so he was born of a virgin by the Holy Ghost. Knowing all these things and putting them into context makes Jesus very relatable, approachable, that you can develop a relationship with him and he's not too far away. I'm also very impressed by how God had set in motion this plan since the beginning of the creation of the world. In Genesis, we get the idea that there is a Messiah that's going to come, that's going to save us from sin. And then we see Isaiah prophesying on and on and on about the coming of Jesus. Then we see Micah even prophesying that he will be born in Bethlehem. And uh, one thing actually is that Herod asked the chiefs and the priests and the scribes of at that time to go through scripture to research where was this Messiah supposed to be born so he could go and track it down and say okay if it says Bethlehem we're going to Bethlehem and killing everybody. You can see that people at the time were very 
aware that there would be a messiah that would be coming to save the world i am so glad that we are the post old testament generation that gets to witness and say yes the messiah came and we have been saved from sins and in our next episodes i want to discuss why did he come to save us why did he die for our sins why did god have to do all this elaborate plan what was the reason i can't wait to hear what you thought of this episode and what you learned and all these things that the holy spirit is teaching and revealing to us i'm so excited for the next episode and i pray that this episode blessed you and you learned some new things that are going to help you in your journey as you learn more about our savior jesus christ the anointed one hallelujah thank you so much for joining this is jesus in my 20s may god bless you Thank you.